0: Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment podcast. I'm Annie Wagner, your host, and thank you so much for being here, for tuning in and subscribing. If you haven't already done so, If you wouldn't mind taking a moment to go to iTunes and offering a rating and a review, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you yourself are interested or perhaps you know of someone else who might be interested in being interviewed on my podcast, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me at AnnieWagner.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Core Nourishment. So, today, on this beautiful, snowy, cozy Tuesday for episode thirty one, I had the enormous pleasure of sitting down in conversation with Margot Martens. She is a yoga teacher in the Seacoast area, authentic, bold, full of so much radiance and strength and courage. And Margot's ability to simply be really raw and vulnerable and transparent is so refreshing and beautiful. She talks about how much she cherished being able to slow down with the snow days and be with her cats, and how much leaning into her self-care and self-work through therapy and her yoga practice um, really nourishes her. Margot found yoga at the age of 16, as well as therapy, to support herself um, through disordered eating and body image and challenges with anxiety and control. And she said that she at first hated yoga. Um, She kept wanting to try to perfect each pose, but she kept going back. And I love how she talks about that experience and how even now every day she gets on her mat, you know, it's a new experience, a new opportunity to learn about herself and that she is continuously growing and learning. Um, And Margot shares about her love of hiking and discovering the strength in her body. Um, We talk about bravery and being out of the comfort zones and just finding more healing and softening through this journey. Margot is such a beautiful soul. Tune in and listen and enjoy all of her sharing. You can find her at margomartens.yoga. I'm going to spell that out just in case. She has a beautiful um, way of spelling her name, but right? it's French. So it's M-A-R-G-A-U-X m a e r t e n s dot yoga and check her website out she has awesome playlists on there ways to connect with her socially and to find her in practice and simply to connect with her enjoy this beautiful cozy snowy day two of uh day two of a snow day i know so nice do you like snow
1: days i love snow days yeah growing up um on snow days my parents would always they had they're always there um, an old volvo family oh, they yeah. loved like old station wagons yeah and so we would always pile into their their beat up station wagon um with our one of them didn't have it didn't have a heater working so like we would have our snow pants and our jacket and we would all pile in and we'd be like the only car on the road oh think, awesome. it was just a thing that we'd love to do is drive through snowstorms I um, love it yeah it was all a, bundled up mm-hmm. in here it was like um what's that national lampoon like,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am like picturing Chevy Chase yeah. <laughs> what color
1: was the ball though
0: it was dark
1: that one was a dark blue I think um yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it's so great. It's a fun little memory. I love it. Yeah. But snowstorms are great. I think, like, I love the smell of it. Last night I went on a late night walk, mm. and that was nice. No, like, no, it's so bizarre when no one, when everyone who lives in New England, there's a, a lot of people that live in New England that hate snow. And yeah. it's just so, I don't know, for me, it's just like, you might as well just embrace this time of year, because it's such a quaint and quintessential New England weather, you know? Totally. I know. And I I find there's something... Not that there's s- anything against people that don't like snow. No. I understand totally. that. Right. But for me, I think it's just like, all right, instead of just being indoors all day, you might as well just go outside and move your body and
0: and, you know, play in the snow and be like a little kid, you know, no well, matter what yeah. age you are. <laughs> I know. I was about to say there's like an invitation of like... Of childlike energy that, Mm -hmm. for me, comes out with with the change of the seasons, really. But Mm -hmm. I was noticing the same thing yesterday with with it being our first big snowfall of of winter. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, like, how I love the hush and the peace Mm -hmm. and, like the aliveness like yeah. all the combination and i went out to shovel and i felt giddy i was like this is so funny and i'm like so excited to shovel but mm-hmm. you know just feeling yeah. the strength in the body and the fresh air yeah. and like and the snowflakes falling i yeah, know so pretty it's beautiful and the snowflakes were big last night yeah yeah i love that you went for a walk at nighttime. yeah yeah so cool, yeah, nice. so cool. Yeah. um so guess i i have Margot martens sitting with me and I am giddy. I already said that word <laughs> once. I am, Margot because you and I had a chance to sit down over coffee. Uh, Adele is one of our favorite places mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. And ever since then, um, yeah, I've just known for a while that you um, that it would just be such a joy and a pleasure to sit down in conversation with you. You are one of the most inspiring, authentic, like raw, bold, um, courageous women. I know just... From the little bits of interaction we've had, whether it's been at the studio or even just witnessing your energy through Instagram, um, I appreciate your like what you bring to this world. And um, thank you. Yeah, I, I get so, so I get so
1: nervous when I receive
0: compliments. Oh, <laughs> my I, face gets like all red.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I thank know you get all sweaty and no, I but do too. But you know, too, I think but. it's it's um and to compliment you back, I think that it says a lot about someone that someone can speak so openly you know and here you are with this podcast you have so many people that will just sit down and express how they feel about certain topics and like very important parts of their life and very um in in some cases tough tough uh things to talk about Mm. and you just provide that
0: safety net and I think that that's a beautiful thing too so thank you for having me here Mm, my pleasure thank you Margo of course Um, so I want to start with my favorite question, which is right now, today, Mm -hmm. what is nourishing you? What's nourishing your soul, lighting you up, um, like fueling you?
1: Um, today in particular,
0: it was my slow morning.
1: Mm. I think, um, you know, having a snow day, being able to work from home, um, I'm, I'm in total hibernation mode right now. And usually I have such a go 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 personality Mm. so and I normally I try to fight against the hibernation and that's my own work of realizing that my worth isn't measured by my productivity Mm. you know yes that's like a whole other topic to that Yep, but um today I you know I didn't I didn't change out of my clothes until I had to come here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And I sat down, and I just really loved um, sitting and watching the snowfall. And I'm a crazy cat lady, so sitting yeah. with my two cats. Um, oh, you two! I do. Oh, uh, wonderful. Yes. What are their um, names? Prita, which means dear one in Sanskrit. Oh, oh, yeah. She's um, she's my little dog cat. She plays fetch.
0: No Um, way. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. (laughs)
1: She loves her belly rubbed. Mm -hmm. She um, hides, actually, I was just telling my friend the other day, I bought this really kind of expensive ring set, and it came in a burlap bag. Mm -hmm. And I meant to send it back to to resize it, and between work and me getting home, Prita had taken it and hidden it somewhere so I have yet to find the ring you haven't
0: found it yet no and I literally
1: like reorganized the whole downstairs and upstairs and everything and I I know it's like hiding in some random spot oh my goodness that's hilarious yeah so she's my (laughs) she's my dog cat and then I have Finn Finn was my first ever cat um my living solo Mm -hmm. um and he uh he was a shithead growing up he was um a feral cat so he would scratch at you and hiss. And, oh, uh, yeah. And at the time, I was living with this this boyfriend, and I think that he definitely sensed that the energy there was just not okay. Yeah. And so he just fed off of that and was very, um, you know, just an aggressive cat, but now he's just, like, this little love bug.
0: Oh. And if he
1: could live in my skin, he would. Like, he just is always... He wants always, to be so just, close to all you. All the time. Yeah. All the time.
0: How old is he? So he's old. He must be... He's eight. Eight. Okay. And Prita is six. Oh, Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love it. So anyways. I love it. So your cats. Okay. I, my cat Cozy no, up with them. Is that weird to say my cats are nourishing <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. I bet there are a lot of
1: listeners who can relate Yeah, I know. I love animals too. Um, which is so funny because growing up, I was, I never had cats growing up. Oh, you and did And I was it? always okay. like making fun of people that
0: had cats. Oh, you know? that's so funny. And now you get it. But now, now you I get just it. Love them.
1: Yeah. But, um, no, I think having slow days is really important in learning that that's just as um, crucial as it is having, you know, an overly productive day or a busy day, you know? Um, totally. And I think in general right now, um, what's nourishing me on a grander topic is... um my self work that I'm doing. Mm. Um, And, you know, I'm going to therapy and then, um, you know, I've found my newfound love of hiking and feeling like Mm -hmm. physically feeling strong Mm -hmm. um, and also feeling strong mentally and more, you know, in my space. Um, I've worked so hard in the past couple of years to really, um, appreciate myself and realizing that that's not a selfish thing to do. You know, I think that when you, um, a lot of times you can be seen as selfish if you're saying like, no, I need this time by myself or I need,
0: you know, it's it's not. So, and that's, I mean, I think that that's, I like to believe that that's shifting. Um, yeah, but it's so true, Margo. I think that, I think that you know that is a a fear people have mm-hmm. um and then and then it's a reality too that yeah because some because people in general um struggle with <laughs> with self-care or prioritizing or putting ourselves first it's easy then to project or like judge others who do it you yeah. know so yeah i think too you know
1: with the shift i think you and i talked about this before is that on a community standpoint we live in in a very um I would say holistic community. Oh yes, you know. And so we're very, in general, open to talking about therapy as if it were a regular Mm day-to-day thing, Mm -hmm. you know, or going to yoga or you know getting um, energy work done or something. Um, In general, when you meet people here and you bring that up, they're like, "Oh yeah, totally." Yes. Yeah. Um, And we're so fortunate to have that general support um elsewhere might be totally different. Yeah. So Yeah, um, that's true. But I think that, you know, hopefully the shift is starting to happen in a in a
0: grander, you know, way. Yeah, and and ripple out there. I think I and you know, I think about the I mean this is a whole nother <laughs> tangent, but I think about um healthcare, right? And mm-hmm. our and our society and our country and um in general it's been more of sick care rather than health care and I I am witnessing and and maybe it's just my personality like being so optimistic and positive in general but like really starting to see um people shift to recognize like this is right in the now this is this is the life I'm living and Mm -hmm. and every day is a gift and making those choices that really again nourish and Mm -hmm. um feed their health as opposed to waiting for the symptoms to appear and then be in reactive mode. So I guess I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, i like to believe that that's that's shifting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think, I think it is, you know, and I think that, um, I think unfortunately sometimes people have to be pushed to their limit to realize that.
0: Totally. And I'm, I'm definitely (laughs) a culprit to that, you know, like how I will go, 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 and then I'm Crash. suddenly sick and yeah. I have no choice but to just stay in bed. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, but hopefully that becomes you know a norm in in day to day, but also just especially someone um, like me who works. You know, I work a full time job and um, I'm so fortunate to have a director that I can every once in a while I'll text her and be like, I just need a day where I work from home and mm-hmm. just chill out and not be distracted, just, like, totally go for it. So I think that, in general, like, I hate the word corporate, but, like, in a corporate setting,
0: um, that's also shifting, you know, in some sense. Which I think
1: is also really Which is
0: huge. You know, I would hope, I mean, I love hearing that, Margo, Mm -hmm. because it's, yeah, like, if every employer um, could get behind that, Mm -hmm. you know, in that mindset, when someone's actually asking for that self-care um, Do, and still committing to work in that way. And, and like, I think that that's huge. Mm-hmm. There's, um, Ariana Huffington wrote a book, Thrive.
1: Did you oh, ever read that
0: book? Oh, I haven't read it, but it's I want so to. so good. I've heard such good things. Um,
1: yeah. And it was so cool to, to, read this powerhouse woman, her tips and her life experience of how she, really changed up her day-to-day life and her work life to be more in a holistic mindset for self-care, but then that also just uh, progressed her work in a beautiful way too, you know? Mm. I think that, you know, not that work is everything, but that is a huge chunk of people's lives here. Yeah. And so being able to balance that out and realize that your work life is not your life, you know, right, right. And really same. learning
0: to separate it, mm-hmm. and still, and then, and then figuring out how we how to find joy in right. the choices within the work that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. I'm yeah. curious to read that one. Yeah, it's really good. That's great. Yeah. Um. So I want to go back. You mentioned the the other piece that's nourishing you is your. Really um, diving in. And I don't need, want to talk about my cats. Leaning into. Oh, I would love to go back to your cats. I'm envis- I'm actually envisioning um, their dynamic actually, <laughs> and like a tinfoil ball being batted yes, and such. Totally. <laughs> I love it. Um, we'll come back. We'll loop back at the end to okay. your cats. <laughs> um, no, but I just love that you said that you're what nerd, what is nourishing you is leaning into your self work because mm-hmm. I. Again, like I'm making a lot of generalizations, but I think there can be such resistance to our self work because it's scary and, and mm-hmm. overwhelming, and um, at times like exhausting. We only hit pause on it, and yet I I agree, and I'm appreciative that we're in a community that really um, that really talks about it and yeah. supports it, mm-hmm. and um, that you're actually feeling nourished by that commitment and leaning in is is really um, courageous and really amazing.
1: Yeah, I think you know I. So a bit of my background is that, um, I started going to therapy initially when I was, I think 16. I think so. Um, because I had an eating disorder Mm -hmm. and I was really good at hiding it all through middle school. And then eventually, you know, my, my parents found out and, um, they're like, all right, you need, you know, you need to get your help. And, Um, and, and I think that, um, and when I, I went to a therapist for the
0: first time, I went to the same therapist for four years. Were you open to it when you start first started going to therapy? Um, did you find, I'm curious, did you find that that same girl who had been maybe hiding and manipulating Wanted to do that with a therapist at you 16, know, or were you, like, finally, like, I thank you. Like, I'm ready to... Well,
1: I don't... I think it was a mix of both. Mm-hmm. I think that I was... Um, I mean, I was physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, I was tired all the time. You know, a lot of the the um, the symptoms, I guess, of eating disorders. You're cold. You know, you're, you know, there's a lot of, you know, physical attributes to it. You know, my heart wasn't working all the way. Um, and so I think that a part of me wanted, and this is going to sound so bizarre, but a part of me really wanted the help and was open to the help. So I never fought against it. Okay. But at the same time, it was the the starvation and the, um, the control was oddly comforting you know Mm -hmm. it was something that I knew that I could control and and you know and um, and structure on my own and it was like a negative reinforcement that if I went to bed hungry I did it right that day Mm. you know and like that's so bizarre for me to verbalize uh, it's very heavy for someone to who doesn't who's never experienced it before um to fully understand that and comprehend it but I think so going back to whether or not I was fighting against it I think that I was open to it because I was exhausted yeah um but at the same time I was afraid of losing
0: that that odd comfort right in that you like- know that sense of control and satisfaction that, that you would have to let that go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so when I went to the therapist, I went to her for four, four years, I believe. And I really appreciated the work that we did together. She had never experienced to my knowledge, had never experienced, um, an eating disorder before, but she specialized it because she, you know, she went to school and she kind of, you know, Um, focused her research on it Mm -hmm. so she was and I hate to say this but she was like book smart on eating disorders but she wasn't life smart on eating disorders so there's only so much that she could do to help me and it's not a dig on her whatsoever you know she did what she could and she helped me a lot to that point Um, but I was still missing a piece of that yeah Um, and so flash forward to now I've been seeing another therapist for um, it's almost about a year and a half now and she does not specialize in eating disorders. Um, She specializes more so in anxiety, which I had never labeled myself as someone with anxiety Mm, before, mm -hmm. Um, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, and I kind of like that she has more of a broader spectrum and broader um, uh, way of going about things, where we're not just talking about intuitive eating, but we're talking about what happened when I was, you know, three or four years old or you know what happened what made me start you know control my eating at in fourth grade mm. um and um I'm a, I'm a tall person so I always thought that it was a, a control of my height which was definitely an aspect of it but I think that I had anxiety way before fourth grade uh for some reason which is something that we've still yet
0: to figure out you know yeah. um, how cool that she is helping the hold that container and safe space for you to, to go back there yeah. you know, and explore.
1: And I think, you know, it's nourishing to me to do this self work because I finally feel like I'm able to, I've had so many bits and pieces everywhere. Um, and I haven't been able to kind of puzzle them all together. Mm. And I'm starting to now feel them all puzzled together, which mm. I think is
0: um, really important, you know, and um, and that all each each of those little pieces makes up who you are mm-hmm. and your essence I love that yeah I love that visual I'm yeah like, yeah yeah I'm picturing like the pieces coming together and like light pouring through them and around them so yeah that's so cool and you know I think
1: someone asked me a couple weeks ago she she was like do you ever regret things in your in your life and um <laughs> sorry I thought my phone was off Um, she was like, do you ever regret things in your life? And I looked back and I was like, you know, I don't, I can, I can very proudly say that I don't, like, I don't regret anything because I think that that's just shaped who I am today, you Mm. know, and whatever I experience when I walk out this door is going to shape who I am tomorrow, you know? So I think that, um, I, I feel proud that I'm, and that's, I don't think I've ever said that out loud, but I feel proud that I can sit here and be. Confident um, to where I am at this moment, mm. which is—I wish I could. I'll send my podcast, this podcast, to my therapist to be I like know. I said it. <laughs>
0: I know. I mean, that's that's so huge, Margot. That's huge yeah. to be able to like really acknowledge that, you yeah, know, for yourself. Um, I, lo- I mean, that yeah, that's really powerful, mm-hmm. and to just—it's like I'm just imagining like you're just pouring loving kindness and acceptance to yourself. Yeah. For all of all of those chapters and all of the, um, the challenges that you've endured and gone through, because mm-hmm. they've each taught you something about yourself and brought you to exactly where you are in this moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. It is huge, and I think. How does it feel saying that out loud? It's yeah. weird. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> well, I, I, I
1: think, um, and it's so funny because, I with teaching yoga and just a day-to-day like I'm I'm definitely a um a caretaker Mm. you know um I've always had that personality where people even strangers will come up to me and tell me their life story Mm -hmm. and I'll be like oh tell me more yeah Um, yeah. and I think that I've always exerted that out um and I've never fully practiced what I preach to myself Mm -hmm. you know and Mm so um at the end of all my yoga classes, I always try and offer a weekly challenge, it's something that I do. So it could be as simple as when you go out to dinner, take like turn off your phone mm-hmm. and talk to someone at the bar next to you and get to know them. Or it could be something like when you wake up every morning, take a before you hop in your car, take a fresh breath of air oh, and I love have it. that. You know, it's like yeah. little things, whatever inspires me that week. But one of my students came up to me and he was like, Do you do you actually practice those yourself? And what a great question! Yeah, yeah. And, I, and initially, I was like, "Oh yeah, totally." And then I was like, "I don't think I do." And um, and I started doing it, you know, um, week after week, and I was like, "This, it's so funny that I." encourage other people to do it to better
0: their lives, but why can't I better my life, you know? Mm. Um, I feel like so many people listening to this can relate, Margo. mm -hmm. Like I, I, and myself included, um, I think that oftentimes our greatest gifts that we have to offer other people Um, come from a place of our continuous growth and learning that we really genuinely need to continue to practice ourselves, right? You know, so. And and I appreciate that you're just, again, this is just who you are. So authentic but that you're sharing about this. Yeah, you know, and I think um, it was, I'll
1: tap into one of the things that I was working on with my, for a year and a half, she's been telling me to write down Things that I'm grateful for every day. Mm. That's a lie. For a year and a half, she's been asking me to, to do something in some sort of gratitude arena for myself every day. And whether it's me... She's really into um, Mm self-reinforcement and, you know, very, like, self-empowerment, which I love. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that she was like, you know, when you get out of work, sit in your car and and don't focus on the stuff that stresses you out. But be like, good for me for taking this call or Mm -hmm. good for me for finishing this project. And she was like, and I want you to say it out loud. And last session that we had, she was like, she she told me, she said... "Um, have you been doing, you know, have you been doing that? You know, we've been talking about doing this for a year and a half. And mm. I was like, no, I haven't. And and then we really dove into why I haven't. And, and I, and I think I just said, I, I said, I find it stupid. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, well, why do you find it stupid? And I was like, well, I know it. Like, I know that I did a good job on a project or, you know, I said, I don't need to say it out loud. And and she's like, but the point is, is once you say it out loud, it becomes more real. Mm. And, I, and all the stuff that she says, I know, you know, it's just when someone else says it to you, you're like, okay right you know right
0: the light bulb goes off like, yeah
1: oh, okay yeah and so I was like all right so I'm probably not gonna sit in my car and be like good for me for doing this and good for me for doing that but what I've been starting to do is actually write it down mm-hmm. um and it's that's been really nice too because at the end of the week I'll actually look back on all the pages
0: and kind of like flip through and yeah and that's it's cool to visually see that you know I think that that I think that writing I'm a big I'm a big writer mm-hmm. in that way um And love that tool Uh, because especially in that format too, because I mean, the reality is like how often are we focused in general, like focusing on... Uh, everything that I didn't get done or like like the, you know, if, if you're if someone's a to-do list person, like the things that they, they didn't accomplish or that the things that they're still wanting to work on or, you know, the brain just naturally, I think, can go to that. Yeah. Um, so to actually take that pause and that moment to write down like, oh, look what I took care of. Um, all the things that you have accomplished yeah. in your day or your week and then have it mirror back to you. Like that's that's really powerful. And realizing that the accomplishments
1: don't have to be this grand things you know they like don't have to it flossing could, your
0: teeth yeah you know? and it or could be waking up 15 minutes breath. early yeah, yeah it could
1: be waking up 15 minutes early to have a cup of coffee at home before yeah. rushing outside you know it's like I feel like um, like I said earlier your your worth isn't measured by your productivity you know mm. and I think that it's the small um, I'm assuming you're familiar with Brene Brown yes Oh, I, um, I she keeps coming up as yes, we talk talking yeah. and I often quote uh, her and yeah. I just read a quote earlier that was like something along the lines of you're practicing gratitude when you're finding happiness right there in front of you or something like that or happiness is practicing gratitude when you're finding things that you're grateful for right there in front of you yeah instead of moment yes instead of just like the big, like, oh, I bought a house. Okay, but what else did you do? Like, mm-hmm. you called someone and said hi, you know? That's just as important as, you know, a
0: bigger thing. Yeah, or, like, the, sim- right, it's really landing in the, I think, the the intimacy in every little moment, you know, of, like, in the everyday, you know, yeah. that, that can be, um, like, offering someone a hug, you know? Yeah. Or, um, yeah, I'm, like, now, I'm of course, John and but I yeah. love that. I, I really appreciate appreciate you bringing awareness to that. Mhm. And I think too like there's I'm a strong believer in
1: the yin the yin and yang of things, you know? So um I think that um, also having the ability to push your you know, push yourself in certain circumstances is also very important. Mm-hmm. Um but doing it from a healthy mindset instead of a negative mindset, you know? Yes. Um, that's where I don't agree with. If yeah. you're pushing yourself because you're saying, well, I have to do this and I have to do this, or I'm only going to look good if I do this. Right, know? right. But if you're doing it to better your, and that's and that's a learning curve for a lot, I mean, that's still something I'm learning. Oh, yeah. And that's, I think that's something that you'll continuously have to learn depending on the situation. Um, but I think that, Pushing yourself to, to do things out of your comfort zone is when you learn about yourself the most. Yeah. Um, like yeah. I, um, I'm like I said, I'm big into hiking, um, and I went on a hike uh, a couple weeks ago. It was two weeks ago by myself. And I was pre-
0: pre- to prepared for the snow. I loved your picture. I oh, saw good. that. And then I was like, Margo, good for you for getting out and doing weird yeah. hiking. Like, it's been so cool to witness you. I'm your, like, I'm just... Your blasphemy love of hiking. Because I I love, I love the outdoors and hiking. So, oh, it's it's so, so cool. much fun, you yeah. know? And
1: like, I, growing up, we would always hike. Um, but I think... And, I, and then it was always something that we did... Um, Every once in a while, you know, like we would only we would always go on like one or two hikes. My brother and I are big hiking buddies, so we would, I always going to a couple of hikes together in the season. But this year, I was like, "All right, I set a goal, and I'm going to make that goal." And um, and so I've been you know striving for it. And um, but the last hike that I did, it was I was hiking. It was it was the first interaction that I really had with winter hiking, which I had never really dove into before
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and um but it was fine and I had my my spikes on and you were by yourself by myself okay. which I I don't think I'll do again
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know my eye like I, was, and then my protective yes, like you by yes yourself, <laughs> uh, yes I was
1: um but it was my first time that it was like there's one area of the hike where it was literally maybe like four feet of distance mm-hmm. and wherever I put my foot it wouldn't grip, and I was already like, I was probably less than a quarter of the way up the mountain, or from the top. Um, it's like okay, I'm almost there, and but every time I took a step, my I, like couldn't and catch slide. a grip. I would yeah. slide, and I like I stood there and I was like, shit, am I gonna have to back down? And that's gonna disappoint me. Mm. Um, and but it was, I took like a deep, I took a deep breath, and. It was the first time, A, that I have never been, not that it was a big deal, you know, it, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that big of a scenario, but in at the moment, I was like, I've never done winter hiking really before. I'm by myself, um, and I can't really go anywhere, and I had never been that far out of my comfort zone, mm. and so... Or I don't remember the last time I was that out, you know that far out of my comfort zone and I finally you know I finally able was able to find another trail and hike back you know continue hiking but afterwards I was like I, I stood taller and I was like I made it and I don't know was so just you like, did, you I was like yeah I yeah. went and it was fine like the rest of the way it was totally fine but um but it was it was just a like a funny thing to experience because you know I'm a, I'm a deep thinker, I guess, but like, as I was hiking the rest of the way, I was like, how many times do you put yourself, I mean, granted, this was like kind of a safety concern too, but how many times do you put yourself out of the comfort zone to that extent and then are able to continue to push yourself and in a, in a clear
0: mindset and then feel goddamn proud afterwards, you know? Um, You got through, I like to like, I think about climbing and like the crux, you know, and and I love that image of you. Like you really paused and checked in with yourself yeah. about it, you know. And and yeah, like maybe some safety concerns, <laughs> but but um, how powerful, Margo, You know, yeah, it and, was cool. And like I love that phrase. Like you know, we're it's kind of cliche, but like we're sh- we are we're all stronger than we know it, mm-hmm. you know. And like and really being able to drop in and um and trust that like next step, mm-hmm. which is easier said than done sometimes. But yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that's great. So do you will you? Um, do more winter hiking. Totally. So my, I have a couple of friends that are really
1: into heavy weather, heavy winter hiking. Um, so I'm going to learn how to ice pick,
0: oh, and do all awesome. that stuff. That's great. So
1: yeah, you know, I growing up in the winter time, we would always go skiing. But it's for me, I'm just like not that big of a skier anymore, and it's so expensive to justify me mm-hmm. going up to the mountains mm-hmm. all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my own other winter sport so yeah so you're like truly in the elements and and getting outside and getting all that yeah incredible energy um when you when you're hiking margo do you have that come up like like for you are you really connecting with that place of joy and strength and empowerment these days or do you have moments and waves of like you know maybe in that moment you did like i have to do this like like is it you know ever coming from more of that um, I commit to this, I need to do it. And if I don't, I, I mean,
1: <laughs> well, I think, I think there's definitely moments where, you know, I think especially when you're doing more high elevation hiking, um, that it's, it can, it's hard sometimes, you know, at certain points it's hard and you're yeah. like sitting there and you're like sweating and oh, you're yeah. breathing hard and you feel like you're going to die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um. And that's when, like, that's when, and that's what I'm saying is like, that's when the healthy pushing comes on. Yes, where you're encouraging yourself, you got this, you can do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and so practicing the "I need to" and switching that with "I choose to." I love. I think it. I think you wrote something yeah, about that. the other day, it. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I think like you I know, get to do that. Yeah, I have this
0: opportunity. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but more so, um, for me mentally. Growing up with disordered eating, I think that I always wanted to, for me, my eating never had to do with, it never started with how I wanted my body to look. It was always a control to something that I felt out of control with, which was anxiety. Mm. So, um, yes, then it became, you know, I have to get skinnier and get skinnier, um, in the past years I've been switching my mindset to, I just want to feel strong, you know? Yeah. And so, um, being able to be so gracious and grateful for walking or hiking and exploring via this, you know, earth's playground. Yeah. And I think that's something taking one step in front of another is something that we're, we take for granted for it every day because it just comes easy to us. Oh my gosh! I yeah. worked with um, a wonderful organization um, for two years in Portsmouth, Living Innovations. Mm. Um, are you familiar with mm-hmm. them at all?
0: And Do so, want to share what that is, just in case. Yes, yes, nice. yes, yes. Yeah. So,
1: Living Innovations is an organization um, that provides uh, one-on-one help, um, primarily one-on-one help. Sometimes it's in group settings for adults with various abilities, I like to say, instead of
0: disabilities. I like that.
1: Um, and you, I had um, a couple buddies that I worked with, um, with various levels of autism. Um, I had um, some that I'd, I never really actually knew what their diagnosis was. But, um, you know, they had a mental capacity of a five year old or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it was just to help them, A, feel welcome to be um, realizing that who they are is beautiful as is. Yeah. And also, also you know, there were some circumstances where you had to teach them, you know, what was appropriate in general society. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, teaching the general public how to treat them as a person. Yes. Um, and so it was, I worked for them for two years and... I just I always will remember this uh, and I think that I've always been conscientious about how grateful I am anyways or how lucky I am you know to have the the independence that I do, but working for them, I think you walk into this room of some some people live some of the individuals lived in group homes or some mm-hmm. of them um Weren't close with their parents. Or some of them had a great life outside, but they, you know, they can't verbalize things because they can't talk. Right. Or no matter how um, society would quote them as having, like, an abnormal life, they were so happy. And, like, they would always just have a smile on their face. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, maybe they can't ever drive or maybe they can't ever um you know live by themselves but walking into that room and just having like all of them smile it just put everything
0: in perspective yeah and connecting with their present joy Mm -hmm. you know I think that I think that that's so beautiful you know the because there can be so many judgments or assumptions yeah right and and that you got to um simply land with them Mm -hmm. and and meet them as like you know humans and individuals, mm-hmm. and um, respect them in that way. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah, it was it was a cool experience. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: and it's unfortunate. I I would have stayed there much much longer, but um, you know talking about government funding, they just don't oh. get the funding that they need, and the it's hard for for the employees to make a living off of it. You
0: know. Yeah. And
1: it was. And, and unfortunately, like everything is monetary now. So, like, yeah. you know, if, and I would have stayed there if I had all the money in the world. Um, but, but every once in a while, I'll go back and visit. And I think that that's You do. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. wonderful.
0: Yeah. It's great. Is, it's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that, Margo, because it's just an example of a perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, And again, like, no matter who we are, like, everyone is absolutely beautiful exactly as they are and deserve to be seen and met in that way. Yeah, Um, as as human, like, as As a general human, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why it's so hard sometimes
1: for people, but I think, um, I think it's, I think it's a lot of it, you know, even in a simple relationship, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone and, um... I'm losing my train of thought. I can I can see, but I think um, when you're in a relationship with someone, or um, you have a friendship with someone, and um, they're treating you the way that you're not deserved to be treated, a lot of it has to come from their own projection, their own projection, their own. yeah, yeah, or like how they're yeah, you know, their own insecurities, and we're all we're all human, and I think that. Um, it's okay to have insecurities. It's it's normal to project behaviors on someone else. It's just how far are you going to take it or how far are you going to let that impact that other person? Um, And when you
0: don't own up to it, I think that that's where the, the line is crossed. Yeah, where the hurt can happen yeah. in a much deeper way. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, the flip side of that is the remembrance. Like, right, we're all human. Mm. We're we're going to have moments mm-hmm. that, you know, um, you know, I, that word regret comes up. It's not regret because I agree with you. I think just teachable moments and yeah. and like, yeah, we make mistakes, but yeah. being able to actually take responsibility and personal ownership of it and then, yeah. um, and then just pour compassion back to, to that person and to ourselves in yeah. those moments, you know, it's remembering that we have no, we really don't know. And I've, I've, I say this often, but. I remind myself, like we don't know what people are truly going through, you know, and so to let go of the judgment, and the assumptions, yeah, and, uh, in a moment where we may receive what feels hurtful, um, I'm often like it's that practice of not taking it personally, you know, and yeah. just pouring like all right, compassion back to you, yes, yeah. At the same time, it's that's like i still you know? asking for respect too, totally, but yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and and that's 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 a very finely, you know, that's a line that everyone has to learn, yeah, is how. I mean, we can... I can go off on a whole other thing about that. But one of my favorite... One of my best friends, she... Um, she's so independent in her way of thinking. And she knows what she wants. And it's just so refreshing, you mm. know, to see that. And yeah. she doesn't do it in... Um, she doesn't... When she stands up for herself, she's not... She doesn't, she's not doing it in a mean way, you know? It's just like, no, oh, this is what I want. And... Um, and I remember, I remember, I forget the circumstance, but something happened between the two of us. And um, uh, she confronted me right afterwards. And she was like, that wasn't fair. And, and that was, and like, no one confronts you with <laughs> people anymore. <laughs> and, but like, in a respectful way, yeah. you know, and I was like, no that wasn't fair I'm so sorry and it was just funny like immediately the the reaction that like I felt ashamed Mm -hmm. and then I had a slight like defensive moment Mm -hmm. and and then I felt really sad and then I was like continuously apologetic and she was like you don't need to apologize she was like I was just wanting you to know but it was just funny because it doesn't that doesn't happen anymore where people are just
0: like no I don't that wasn't fair to me, you know? Right, right. And to me, that's, like, a sign of of deep trust and love in, yeah. in a friendship or relationship. Yeah. Um, and I can completely relate because I'm, I'm like, I never, ever wanted to do anything wrong. Yeah, and totally. And so I would go through the And it's scene. weird. It's yeah. weird to
1: be pointed out that you've done something wrong yeah. or, you know. Or they and they may have like, offended
0: someone or, yeah. yeah
1: totally. And if you're going to offend someone in your life, yeah. you know, in many different ways. So it's, like... I don't know. As long as you're able to receive that in a, if someone, as long as someone gives it to you in a kind way where you can grow from it. Yeah. You know, um, in a way that's understandably, you know, understanding. Um,
0: But also that you're able to receive it and grow from it and kind of just move on, you know, it's like. Yeah. That practice of in life, right. No matter what age we are learning to receive and to offer feedback, you know, but no trusting that it comes from a place of, compassion and kindness totally um, because we see so much potential in the, yeah. you know in the, each other which i think is so powerful yeah yeah gosh margo i feel like i'm like man we could talk forever I um i want to i want to learn i feel like i know a little bit more but i want sure. you to share what led you to the yoga mat um and you've you've shared a little bit of your past and i know that it, it became um, such a support for you yeah. through um, your challenges with disordered eating. Sure. And, um, but I, I'm curious to know, what was that first first experience like for I you? I hated it. Okay. Um, um,
1: so I was given a mat uh, and a membership to Yoga in York when I was 16. Um, Yoga in York is full circle. is now one of the beautiful studios that I teach at now. Mm-hmm. Um, and... My mom gave it to me, and um, the point was was to find something. I'm, because I'm tall, everyone thought that I'd be good at sports. I'm, like, the last person you want on any basketball team. Um,
0: <laughs> right. There, goes, have, there we go with assumptions again, yes, right? Like, I have, you're yeah. like You're tall. You're going to be good at basketball.
1: <laughs> I have no coordination. I um, I suck at any team sport. I'm like the person that will pick flowers on the side. And like make a little bouquet. Um, um, so, but growing up in York, uh, it's a very sport-oriented town. And so I tried it. And then I just felt like, in a way, I think that I felt like I was missing out on something. Mm. Um, and I'm, But I'm very active. You know, as an individual, I'm very active. Um, and I love you know, the challenge of, uh, getting stronger physically. And so with my eating disorder, I think the purpose that my mom wanted to introduce to me was finding a quote unquote sport, um, that tested my strength, but also had that more positive, um reinforcement and community Mm. um so when I first went I and um I did grow up dancing and I stopped ballet dancing um primarily because of my eating and I just didn't want to they had asked me to be a part of their company their dance company okay um but there was that restriction with weight and that's kind of where my mom pulled back and was like I don't she doesn't really need that right now are you glad are you yeah grateful for yeah, that? yeah I'm fine you know and I think that ballet is such a beautiful beautiful art um and and I sometimes I went I went back to try to an adult class yeah and that also sucked because I I like went in all cocky and I was <laughs> like I'm gonna be so good at this and I started and I was like oh my god I feel like I've lost everything and so anyways. It was a
0: humbling. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: definitely humbling. And I think um, so I, I like I have nothing against ballet dancing. I think that um, uh, those that are in
0: that are, you know, have a profession out of it, they're I totally admire them. Um, Were you thankful to your mom though for drawing that line at that time? Or did you think at find the moment wanted? I think at the moment I was upset. Okay. Um, but looking back on that, I'm yeah. very thankful. Yeah.
1: Um so the yoga mat. I walked into the studio. Um, That's when Raylan and Jeff owned it initially. And um, they, I kind of went in and I was like, all right, I can do this. I didn't really know much about yoga at that point, um, but I tried it. And I found it very challenging because I would get into a posture and I, could see myself that at the time the studio had mirrors so I could see myself all aligned properly. But then she would critique me even more, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, "Okay, move your knee this way a little bit, or um, tuck your tailbone a little bit, and yeah. engage your core." And I was like, "God damn it! Like, when is it going to stop?" You wanted to perfect I just, it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it was. And I and I and I will always say this in class: is you can never perfect yoga. And mm-hmm. but I kept on going back because I wanted to perfect it. Interesting. And. Yeah. And then eventually, as I was still in that like perfection mindset, I started to feel more just aware in general of who I was at that moment. So then I was like, oh, there is a mindful aspect to this whole practice. It's not just a physical practice by any means. Um, That's just a very, you know, small portion of it. Yeah. And, and how so, cool that yeah. you got
0: to experience that yeah. as a teenager. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that, I think that, um, yeah. So it was just, I kept on going back and I think that that was what I needed to be just more in touch with my body, um, in the time that I felt very out of touch with it. Mm. And I think that I continued, you know, that's what keeps me bringing me to my mat now. If I'm yeah. having a shitty day, I'll go on my mat, you know? Um, and, uh, and I love, obviously I love the, the artistic aspect of the flow, you mm-hmm. know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that's where my quote unquote dancing goes, comes into, you know, right, the creative. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I also, and I also love, you know, finding a posture, not being able to do it for maybe even two years and then maybe like maybe getting a little bit of it, you know? Um, and that's like the little spark. Yes. Um, but at the same time, it's just as important to, um, to just feel your body of how it is. I, as a yoga instructor, I'm sure you, you've said this before of how your body feels today is not how it's going to feel tomorrow. Oh, it's not totally. how it feels yesterday. Like you know, every time
0: you get on our mat, depending on our energy, yes. our experience before. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so incredible. I kept on,
1: I kept on going back and that's how, that's how I started. um, and I love um, I love guiding I don't consider yes I'm a yoga teacher um, but it's more guiding the class you know and it's giving the space to others to experience something and what I love the most is when this, whatever this woman will come in or this guy will come in and they're like well, I'm here to stretch and mm-hmm. you're and I, I'll smile and be like well <laughs> if you keep on coming back you might learn something more about yourself you know yeah um but
0: I don't know I think that it's very powerful practice yeah totally yeah so when you go on the mat to to take care of you when mm-hmm. you're practicing personally um I'm laughing as I'm saying this because we just we literally just said you know every time we come over Matt it's a different experience but right now more Mm -hmm. recently what kind of practice are you enjoying?
1: Um I'm really enjoying it depends I think so I'm really enjoying like because I'm in hibernation mode I'm I'm enjoying the yin Mm -hmm. slow moving deep stretching um, but I'm also, I just always love that creative side of it. So I actually just started doing online
0: classes, um, with aloe yoga. Oh yeah. I don't, it's so funny. I have never actually checked out aloe yoga and yet I hear about it all the time. I'm and wearing I, all their clothes right now. I know. I love, <laughs> I do like your clothes. They're Thank really you.
1: Pretty fun. Um, so what do you think? Well, you know what's interesting. I would not. I w- I think I would not recommend a um, online class for a beginner student. Yeah. Um, just because you don't really, you're not very well aware of what's what can happen with your body injury wise. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, but I think, and this is not a dig on the the yoga community here at all, because I love all the teachers here. But we all can kind of get into the same momentum of teaching, you know? Totally. And so, um, like, when I travel for work, I always love to explore different studios because they have totally different styles. So what I'm loving about Aloe is that um, they have they have completely different styles and transitions of stuff. Mm. And I'll be doing something, I'm like, oh, that's so cool, you yeah. know? So I just love the creativity aspect of it.
0: I know, I love um, that. Yeah. That, that you can learn something new from every teacher. Yeah, you know, totally. Energy. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and uh,
1: so I've been doing a lot of that, and but I'm also, as an instructor, I've become more and more anatomy-based in my teaching. So um, really giving the students an opportunity to understand the machine they're carrying around every day you know (laughs) so
0: important it is and there's so
1: much to it yeah but it's funny like I'll I'll be talking to a friend of mine and and um and you know she'll be explaining an injury that she has and she's like well I have a lower back injury and I'm always doing like forward folding to help with that and like well maybe you shouldn't be doing that like do a back bend to open up your spine or something you know she's like really and i'm like yeah you just have to like learn the anatomy aspect of your of your body um and so i just it's it's just something that um another thing that we take for granted for that we don't Mm -hmm. actually like dive into learning much about i think that's really important
0: yeah and i love that you add that layer margo in your teaching um i know we chatted about this a few weeks ago um but I just feel like it is. It's such a cool gift that as a as someone who's guiding, you know, teaching, mm-hmm. holding space for people to be in their practice to then be able to kind of layer in. And um, yeah. some of the like terminology about, like, you know, what the the quadriceps is yes. like four to and some people say six, like yeah. muscles, you know, and just yeah. helping to um, to cue people to connect in their bodies in a different way and then walk away having learned something new. Yeah, I love that.
1: And I think. On a personal standpoint, um, I'm always trying to find ways to spend time with my dad. And my dad's a physical therapist. So, oh, yeah. well, well, I'll, so every once in a while, more so when I'm over there for dinner, I'll come up with like a sequence and um, I'll express what I understand of it body-wise and he'll introduce another concept or a different concept and then we'll have a discussion about it so it's just like a fun way to connect with him too yeah and we're just like the 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 anatomy nerds of the family
0: so it's just fun to connect that way I love it yeah I love it because yeah. he does I imagine he just like he soaks that up when you ask well he's funny he fishes. it was um I
1: was talking about what was I talking about the other week um I was talking about pigeon pose um and how to protect the knee um because when you a lot of there can be a lot of knee injuries with pigeon pose yeah. um but i was I, f- I forget what part of the body it was um i having I mean, like anyways he i brought up a a muscle group and he was like that's not a muscle group and I said, I said, yes, it is. And he was like, no, it's not. And he goes, he was like pulling out his his um, anatomy book. And uh, and I pulled out something else. And I was like, it's just another name for it. And he was like, let me look. And he's funny because, and it'll be funny if he listens to this, he will never admit this or very rarely admit this, but he never wants to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, but it is a muscle group. And he was like, I just never heard it called that before. So that was just a funny thing.
0: But you had the opportunity, to which is so cool, to teach him something. And, I finally, and yeah. I finally
1: said that. I was like, you learned something from me. <laughs> That's awesome. I and I was love like, that.
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I bet he can listen to this and smile yeah, yeah. and appreciate you so yeah. much in that way. Yeah, I love that about life. I mean, it just comes back to so much of what we've been talking about is that we, gosh, we just have this we get to have this continuous opportunity to keep, keep growing, keep learning always. And, and I love that about, you know, my students when I'm teaching is, you know, I'm, I'm learning so much from what they bring every day too. And, um, that is just, you know, it's a two way, it flows two ways. So, or multiple ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I think one of my favorite types
1: of people to listen to or to talk with are those with very different views as myself. Mm. Um, and I, you don't, it doesn't need to get, it doesn't need to be a heated conversation. You yeah. know, it's just a general respect of the other side of the story. Yeah. And um, I, I, I just love that. I love any opportunity that I'm able to like sit down and just learn about something that I'm not comfortable with or something that I don't know about. Um, and, and
0: not get all defensive about it, you know, and just yeah. being open, open to that. I'm I'm picturing like you know what we were talking about earlier, the yin and yang, like the, the being contracted versus expansive. Yeah. And I'm imagining you like, like feeling that resistance and and like having a, uh, be, Or, I guess challenging yourself, like mm-hmm. challenge yourself to expand your lens. Yeah. And uh, and that's beautiful. That's, yeah. That's awesome.
1: Like I I never grew up with um. In a religious household, mm-hmm. um, and myself, I have you know my I I'm I don't I don't I'm I consider myself an atheist, so I don't really connect with any any uh, religion. Um, uh, but I, I remember it was actually one of the parents of one of the clients that I worked with for Living Innovations, and the mom was um, a uh, a French Catholic and like very Catholic, and she she asked me what I believed in in religion, and I said that I I didn't I didn't, um, but I'm not. I said in my own beliefs I just believe that there's some energy or higher power or something, but I'm not quite sure what that is, and um, and she she immediately was like. Oh, you're one of those, and huh, and I yeah. said and I said, yeah. But you know, what what do you believe in? You know, and so we we had a great conversation. We sat down for like two hours, and at the end of it, she like probably thought that I was the kookiest person around. Um, but it was just nice to sit down with her, and and it wasn't heated at all. And she was teaching me her her beliefs, and
0: I was teaching her kind of what I thought, and it was just a cool experience to have. I love that, and that you weren't immediately closed off by her. No, her initial like, perhaps I think initially, you know, I think initially I was like, all right, here is this old woman
1: that's like (laughs) has set in her ways, you know. Um, So you were each probably judging each other, right? Yeah, how
0: cool that you like you paused and had that time together. Yeah, it was cool. It It
1: was um, it was a fun experience to have. Yeah, I think I think that if anyone gets that opportunity to talk to someone and learn something. and it doesn't have to be something that's opposing. It's just something that you might not know about. Yeah. You know, just learning in general. You can't ever stop learning. Yeah.
0: No, definitely. Yeah. Oh, so cool. It's making me think, Margot, just in listening to you this, this whole time, um, which has been such a gift, is you are... So um I guess it's just like the word, word bold just keeps coming to me. Um and just sharing all the different pieces of your various stories that make up mm-hmm. who you are. And it makes me think of of you who I've gotten to know through all of your um beautiful and raw sharing um with social media with mm-hmm. with Instagram. So when you go to do a post or to share, um because I love your writing Mm -hmm. and it's so real and comes from such a deep place in you and your heart. Um, Does it, is it just like an aha moment? Is it like, you know, this is, you know, did you feel like you spend a lot of time like thinking about what you're posting? I'm curious to know the back, like the background for you in those. A lot of times it's right after a therapy session. Interesting. Okay. You know, Um, and I think that's just because that's
1: when I am the most, um, vulnerable in my own thought process. Um, or sometimes, it, or sometimes it's, that's where the most of it happens. But I think also sometimes, um, you know, when I'm having a conversation with someone else and just, it is an yeah. aha moment. Like yeah. I don't, I don't just sit there and I'm like, all right, what do I type today? Yeah. You know? Um, it's a nudge, it's a spark to yeah. share
0: from a, a real place, and it's vulnerability.
1: Social, me- I mean, my job is in social media, yeah. so like, I have a very love hate relationship with social media. Um, and even though I, on my my feed, I all the photos are of me, you know, um, in yoga poses. Um, I'm very. I don't like to be center of attention. Like I'm not someone that loves to have the spotlight on me, but I just, what I found over the time, over time in social media is that if you're able to kind of eliminate or ignore the bullshit that happens on there, you know, there's definitely some negative Mm -hmm. influences Mm -hmm. um, and really just embrace the beautiful community that you can meet. um, It can be a really cool platform and I've met some really fun people on there. Yeah. Um, and when I go on work trips, I'll somehow, you know, connect with someone on social media through yoga. And I'll be like, let's go to a yoga class together or something, you know? Oh, and I love it. But it's, and I think in general, like the yoga community is very positive and reinforcing and open, you yeah. know? Um, but uh, I think that, there's it's a cool platform to be vulnerable in because you realize that there's a lot of people that are experiencing the same thing. They just don't have the um, the desire or the ability or the
0: the the want to share it. Um, but sometimes they need to hear it that they're not alone. Yeah, well, think- and that's what's coming up is you know coming back to Brene Brown, right? It's like by your by you stepping into that and and sharing um, your vulnerability, which is such strength, um, you're inviting yeah the community and anyone who is receiving that post or that your feed and and seeing it the opportunity to 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 connect and to feel again right like not alone. Um, it's the invitation of healing, like mm-hmm. your own, by you sharing your own healing process, which you know is ever evolving and and continuous. Um, you're inviting others to also heal and it's yeah it's like one of your superpowers Marco. it's oh, cool thanks. yeah
1: I, I don't i don't i don't post to influence people i think i just post it's like it's like my journal i guess or my diary yeah in, in a way um and there is a part of me that is like why the hell am I doing this? Like, so anyone that's actually reading this. Um, or but at the same time, like because I'm because I'm continuing it for me, it's just my own way to just get my words out and um, and also like share with someone or share share the things that I am thinking about in that moment and do it on a platform in in a specific community on that platform that is also also inspiring, you know, to myself. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. And I hear you when you say you're not doing it to influence. And yet, just naturally, you are positively impacting. And um, and I, I do believe from witnessing you that it is a part of of your purpose. You yeah. Know, because th- you're sharing your journey. Well, and thank you. Yeah. I think that um, there are definitely,
1: you know, as someone that works in social media, And I, specifically my job works with influencers. Yeah. And so I come across a lot of inauthentic, unauthentic, inauthentic? Oh, I imagine, yeah. Influencers. And, but I also come across people that are very authentic to their platform. And, um, and so I can see the other end of someone that doesn't really understand social media or the use of the platform in an authentic way, where that person can kind of roll their eyes and be like, "Yeah, why does this person not like always say this stuff?" or blah blah. I, I can totally see that. Right. Um, and I think that um, just being, and I feel like that's it's a word that's often overused, um, but being authentic is like super important, um, and just being. Um, open and 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 sharing to your own capability like there's stuff on there that I'll never share um, yeah. but that's just because it's near and dear to my heart that I'm yeah. I'm well I'm not there
0: yet or I, I might never be there right but I will share as much as I can to the extent that I can yeah and I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier and just trusting that you know right we can't a we can't please everyone we're gonna have people who are gonna roll our eyes or not understand um and when I think of you sharing, you know, just trusting that it's coming from, you know, when I witness other people, it's coming from a place of of whatever they're needing in that moment, you know, right. and having that compassion. Um, and, and then when I, to go back to you, Margo, like not just through the social media platform, I just in general witness your presence and um, can't wait to finally get to one of your classes. Yeah. But just from what I hear and then just witnessing you out in community, um, I just think that you... Um, you really do stand in your truth in a radiant and um, graceful way. Thank so you. So I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you. I um I have one more question that I'm thinking about is if you could like grab hold of your little girl self, like little mm. Margot, mm-hmm. um, and like look her in the eyes. What would you say, What would you say to her? Hmm.
1: Um, I think, I think that I would hone into, I would say two things. I would say one thing is it's all happening for a reason. Um, but I think mostly... It's just to stay brave,
0: you know. Yeah, I think.
1: Um, I think that um, brave—the word brave—kind um, of immediately starts to absorb strength and courageousness. Courageousness. I, I like to make up words. Is yeah, no, word? I do too. I think it is
0: a word. I like <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> I'm now t- picturing your dad. Being courageous.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's a word. <laughs> um, being courageous. Um, I think that, I think that being brave is just, is just kind of your general, the foundation Um, for me at least. And, and learning to um, mm. accept who you are as a person. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a loaded question. Yeah,
0: I could tell that. You, I could no, tell, tell there are a beautiful. bunch of different things. Yeah, you know? I was just curious because I think you know from. You're sharing, and I. there's so many layers, and, um, like, I'd love to dive deep in so many different places. Yeah. But I just hear... Um, I and take it, that all back. Okay. <laughs> I think the one thing that I would say... I think the thing that I would
1: say is to pick and choose what you're worrying about of what other people think of you. Like, it's normal for someone... To worry about what other people think of them. Mm-hmm. But how much are you going to... Um, how much are you going to worry... That that's going to shape... Like how you're going to live your life. Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think... That balance... Of... Worrying... Of... Um, being impacted... Uh, by what others think. Um, I personally believe that's important in some circumstances to better yourself and to be in your own, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that's where that healthy negative mindset comes in. So yeah. if you are in a negative mindset, when you're worrying, then you have to learn how to pick and choose of where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, I think that to this day, I still worry about what people think, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, um, it's all again, the time being human. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's, I feel like when you're, checking your hair in the mirror or something, you know, yeah. like those little small movements. Um, yeah, you want to look good. You want to look good for you, but like make that your priority. Don't look good for anyone else. Make make yourself look good because you want to look good. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. I don't know. Finding that love and acceptance for all of the parts of you. Yeah. 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 And I do, I like that you, to go back to the word brave, I like that you share that. Yeah. Um, I think it's a... Yeah, it's a, a wonderful thing to learn whenever we get there. Um, yeah. But to, but to be able to to, to, squeeze, be, to squeeze that into your little self and to be to visualize it, it's like hopping on a roller coaster,
1: and right when you're about to drop down, oh yeah, and the stomach comes up to you. Yes, exterior. yes. <laughs> That's when you hang on to your braveness, mm. because at the end of the day, you're gonna make it to the end. Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that image. That's yeah. powerful. I can yeah. feel that one. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm so grateful for this time. Thank you so much. It has been so special. This is such a nice snow day. I know. Are you going to go back and cozy up with your cats? I'm bringing them back. Remember full circle. <gasps> yes, full circle.
1: <laughs> um, no, I'm going to head to the gym. Oh, nice. I um. You're go. out
0: already. So. I'm yeah. out because once I get back in, I'm not going to come anymore. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then you'll cozy in with your cats. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank well, you, thank you, so, you much. so much. This Becca. was so nice. Yeah. Thank you.